galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat. My name is Jesse. I can't take these guys anywhere online. <laughs> I'm here today with Austin and Jared in person. Hey. Hey. And online, we got Steven and Will. Hello. Hello. Oh, Will, fix yourself. I, gotta I love you, know, buddy. Did, um, I got to know, did Jesse point to Jared and Austin when he introduced them? With my eyes. He he with did not. And he did penis. not give us the point. Okay. So uh, it seems that that dark Mainly because he was too busy wondering what the fuck Jared was up to. I'm fucking up over here. Okay, guys. So what else is new? Oh, so much, Stephen. So much is new. Yeah, speaking of new, it's not been, really. Uh, there's, I mean, there's not nothing interesting. Just a bunch of trash <laughs> models and like trash rules for garbage units. Yeah. So I mean, it was all, it was all trash. Worst models for bad legions. Yeah, I mean, it is Imperial fists. Just and completely terrible stuff. Just horrible garbage. Thanks for coming, garbage. Jared. But yeah, so this has been an episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, uh, and we'll uh, see you next time. No, I'm just kidding. Bye. None of you can dim my joy. Okay? Guys, there was a this shit ton. <laughs> there, true. there was a shit ton of mm. heresy. Good heresy, too. Tell you what. We'll start. Yeah. Guess it was none, of this, none of this like teasing nonsense. We got models. We got rules for the models. Ugh. Beautiful. So I think we have a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So can we dive right into this? Let's do it. I'd like yeah. to start off first with box art. Yeah, I think it's pretty okay. cool. Did not expect it to go that way, but okay. It's good. It is really good. It feels like they took a clip out of like the 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 black books. You know how they like yeah. do the Photoshop and make it look like like it feels like that good. Oh yeah, uh, much better than like the forty k stuff where it's just like a blank gray slate background. Yeah, I really yeah. like. The background and the logo, I think, works well with everything. So before we just saw that stupid logo and we're like, this looks dumb. Some people were like, I kind of like it. Um, but I, I mean, I'm on board after seeing this new box art. It all works together and I really like it. For the sure. fact that the box art shows like the Legion instead of just like Space Marines. It'll tell you Adeptus Astartes, Blood Angels or uh, Imperial Fist. You know what I mean? So very cool. Don't know if that's particularly for the special edition. I don't know how many uh, special Legion characters we'll see in plastic as opposed to resin, because most of them are already in resin. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But can't wait for Fafnir Ron to flood the shelves like a Gregor Fellhand. I'm just using it as a prerequisite, or I guess a precedent for what we could expect more plastic kits to come out looking like, you know what Definitely. I mean? Yeah. And if like, that's the case, then I, I like everything clear cut, uh, beautiful visuals on the front and then, um, collecting it. Like if, like how many times do you go send somebody? Okay. Maybe not often, but you ask for a gift and you're like, I want space Marines, uh, but blood angels. And they're like, I don't know what blood angels are. So I'll just get generic space Marines and they oh. get you like a dark angel or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Look, it's well, ever since I sent my mother when I was 14 to the game store to get me some orcs and goblins for my birthday, and she came back with a box of skeletons, <laughs> uh, 
I, I love now your you're mom, not that you listen. But <laughs> I, it, it's what got me started into Dogs of War, actually. But anyway, that, that was the first, last, and only time I've ever sent anyone to a game store to buy nerd shit on my right. behalf. I, am, I imagine some of us have been burned pretty bad before like that. This was before um, cell phones and stuff where... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I picture Jesus Christ, it was 2000 and... Before they could actually send pictures two? and stuff, maybe. Oh. Yeah. With any sort of... I don't know. I certainly didn't have a camera on my phone, Jesse. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's... But uh, yeah, so I just I just thought that was that's pretty neat. Just little details like that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And speaking of those boxes, well, we're not we're not going to talk about them first. We're going to talk about the Ultramarine destroyers. Yeah. Get that out of the way chronologically right now. Yeah, we are. Yeah, a twenty man destroyer squad, guys. Mm. That's pretty wicked. That's. Ridiculous. With an absolute disregard for human life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the artwork they put on them is really, really nice. Yeah. I love yeah. the uh, burnt black armor, but the, the mm-hmm. shoulders are blue still. But you can tell they're like in the process of being burned off again. Uh, very cool stuff. Yeah. And I, I like that because a lot of the Legion, like they're just, oh, here's black guys with whatever Legion iconography on it. And like for most of them, that's, they don't paint their armor black. They just it just happens that have way. the toxic get sludge yeah, of their enemies exactly. poured across their bodies. So like, and I feel like yeah. these guys definitely look like that. Yeah. Fun fact: um, these Nemesis destroyers are the Heresy era um, predecessors to the 40k Nemesis chapter, uh, which was formed from the 22nd chapter, I believe, of the Ultramarines, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is their um, their color scheme is black. Armor with uh, blue blue shoulder guards. No way. That's yeah. oh, love the continent. Yeah, yeah. Thank bless, you guys. bless whoever. The nemesis chapter was formed from the Ultramarines destroyer cadres. Yeah, they're just like, hey guys, uh, we really can't have you uh, being with the rest of us after all the sins you've committed. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, you gonna go you're gonna your <laughs> you're gonna need to find a new house. All what yeah, honor and. Is their chapter who their first chapter master is, but he's an ultramarine with a lot of problems, anger issues. Yeah, I don't remember. He's a bad bitch. Chemical yeah, addictions. It, it's I'm a sure. sweet yeah. unit. Like it's 190 points for 10. So like, whatever. That's not the end of the world. Is that um, on price with standard line destroyers? Yes. No destroyer. So. Uh, so destroyers come in five at 115. Yeah, they're okay. they're a little pricier than regular destroyers, but well worth it. Um, basic basic marine stat line, uh, all across the board: power armor, lots of fours, leadership nine, whatever. Nobody cares about that. Everybody's leadership nine, which I thought was a cool. Everybody is leadership nine, which is nice. Uh, they have frag crack, rad grenades, power armor, hardened armor, stubborn, which is sweet, bolt pistol, chainsword, and then a bolter with nemesis ammunition. Right, and that is. The most disrespectful shit I have seen <laughs> since people started bringing Volkite support squads. Uh, so, um, question. These guys do not have counterattack like their standard destroyer counterparts, right? I, I don't think they should be waiting for people to attack. No. To be fair. No, no. I mean, Grant, yes, they don't. you are correct, right? But they, they don't have counterattack. Correct. Uh, which I did notice. Yeah. But I, I guess they have the Nemesis ammo, which uh, I think makes up for it. Uh, yeah. Big yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they are FedEx. We come to you. So the Nemesis yeah. ammunition <laughs> uh, has a range of 18 inches, strength four, AP five. It is assault two, which is pretty cool. But the, the you know cherry on top is harrower. Any to wound roll of six is resolved at AP two. 
so similar to rending. Additionally, any unit from which a model is removed as a casualty during the shooting phase as a result of an attack from a weapon with this special rule must make a morale check as if they had suffered 25% casualties. So what does that actually mean in game? What do you, if you suffer 25% casualty, uh, somebody who's not so versed in the, the leadership side of you, things. So uh, I, I believe this is telling you to check twice. So what would happen, you know, you've got 10 militia and you get harrowed uh, and there's four of you left because Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you would say, hey, have I taken a casualty from this, from a harrower, a weapon with the harrower ability? Yes, leadership check, as if I had suffered 25%. And then it is, have I taken 25% overall? Yes, fuck, do it. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, so you're continue to have a bad time. I didn't quite read it that way, but I mean, I suppose that's yeah. potentially. I was thinking just the fact that no matter how few models you manage to get off their board, they still have to make a morale check or start I, falling back. That, that was the same way. I mean, yeah. they, do have to, they do have to take the two tests because it's two separate sources. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And remember, mm -hmm. in 30k, it's not just one, it's not just one morale phase. Mm -hmm. uh, True. It's still multiple morale phases for everything. Right. Which you but, take throughout the phase. You would ostensibly take because harrower triggers during the shooting attack and hey uh -huh. thanks heresy for being a super bloated rule set <laughs> harrower triggers during the shooting attack um before the actual like action is technically complete and then if you are uh if you suffer 25 percent casualties regardless of whether or not you've been harrowed take another test Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. Let's say yep. you've got yep, a special weapon in this squad, right? Because they can they can take I think the standard variety. Yes. Uh, yeah. Gamer, yeah. Uh, plus As if they, they were a veteran squad. Heavy bolters, yeah. Volkites. Yeah. yeah. A las cutter. Like, if you want to be super rude and uh, also plasma guns. Yeah. But none of those Just are really impressive. Measure. Like the only thing that you no might destroyers can't take them though. That's true. But do you really want to get rid of that how harrowing bolter? For no, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. No, but it's yeah, a cool you option. absolutely do, because it doesn't matter how many people have the harrower bolters. You still have the harrower rule. It's so true, but that's only for the bolters. Some plasma guns just for for funsies. The harrower is absolutely. only for the bolters, though. So you do need kind of a critical mass of bolter. Like you're not shooting militia every game you play. <laughs> So, like, inflict one casualty yeah. with a bolter. Keep in mind, <laughs> it's also rending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there is that, We've, which is disrespectful. Everyone's played with enough so 10-man blocks of Space Marines to know that 10 bolter shots fired at just about anything short of two-up save targets will inflict at least one wound. Yep. Also, that's 18 inches, that's six extra inches of, uh, of firepower they're getting yeah. with their two yeah. shots. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really yeah. it, it really hurts me as as a militia flare oh, who favors the Laslock, mm -hmm. which is an eighteen inch range <laughs> weapon. That like I'm going to do that, and then these guys are going to do that, and you can take up to twenty of them, yeah. right? Seventeen points a piece to get you a, a extra ones. So a Just get you the normal, but yeah, but still a little cheaper than the the base squad. What a, what a, yeah, that is because uh, these Nemesis squads are at 190 points. We talk, I know we touched on it earlier, but you're getting 10 guys for 190 points, whereas mm -hmm. destroyers are five guys for 115. So these guys are, sub I think, substantially cheaper than how much are destroyers. destroyers? How much are normal destroyers per extra 
Hold Dude, on. is I it like that. 15? I got that. I'd have to pull up Holy the... Holy uh... shit, those are hold assault on, hold on. I got two it. bolters. Yeah, they're assault yeah. too. That's another point. It's not yeah. rapid fire. Yeah, so it's... it's not 10 shots. It's 20 yeah. from 10 yeah. guys. These guys <laughs> are absolutely devastating in a zone mortality setting. Oh, no. Just... Yeah, where, where they have... Because... Like, you bring 15 of them, and you do whatever you want, because you can still make that four-up initiative check, yep. shoot at regular BS. You're really going to walk into rending ammunition that you have... In- uh, <laughs> uh, a a stand. Okay, hold on. This is the outdated one. I don't have the uh, updated, but uh, let me see. Destroyers, destroyers, destroyers were twenty points a pop. Okay, yeah, that's that's definitely changed. I know for I, sure. It, yeah. But maybe it went down to fifteen. Like it's not a drastic. I think baseline. These guys are like at or like at or right at the there same price as. Uh, uh, there were fifteen. So the new the play test. You know, effectively the official now, right Three now. Three years ago, yeah. playtest. Uh, yeah, Legion Destroyer Squad, five guys at 115 points with each additional destroyer at 15 points a pop. So 190 yeah. for 10. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, Nemesis are 17 points each. Okay. So these guys are a little bit better, but they get harrow. Take 20 and then just give them all melted bombs at 25 points Seriously. for the entire unit. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I was about to bring that up. Like, my God. 395 points get you 20 of these guys with melted bombs and a Vexilla. Yep. I've I mean, if them. hold on, hold on. You're and gonna you want to throw a Vox bombs. on there. Give give them a Vox because you know they're gonna have quad guns with rad grenade or rad mortars on them. So you're gonna want the the Vox on there too. Oh yeah, you, know, you can well. you can trick it out. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's a magnificent unit. They're really, really more is. like a a combination of a veteran squad and a yeah. Um, a hybrid veteran destroyer squad destroyer. Yeah. Best part, yeah. they're not they're not a like zero to one option. You can yeah. fill out your entire you elite section. Yeah, you could theoretically bring eighty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, like you just bring two ten man tactical squads to fill compulsory, and then you want to have no friends? destroyers. <laughs> yeah, you could fit eighty of these guys on a twenty five hundred point list. Easy. But oh, absolutely. It, it would be worth it to bring that to face that one guy at like every con who brings you know six quad guns or something jesus that's yeah. fif- that's only 1540 <laughs> bye bye custodes <laughs> yeah bye bye custodes oh shit yeah 1540 yeah. Yeah. just well, whatever fill out your basic uh, yeah. or yeah so you could you could probably two tax squads you that. could sneak it in in a, in a 2000 point game <laughs> you really could because you can save 100 points by not getting yeah. melt bombs delegatus uh you wouldn't want also, to it would be uh, bad but god it would be good you're, you're gonna want to remember all the unwritten rules or all the unwritten synergies that work with destroyers uh, these, these destroyers because they are ultramarines so basically as long as they're not the first thing firing in a turn they're oh, rerolling yeah. ones to hit <laughs> oh, right with uh, coordinated strike yeah with uh, interlocking tactics if they do charge Whoa. somebody then what is what do they reroll the charge if they charge someone who's already been charged so mm-hmm. no you uh you get to at shooting you get to reroll ones to shoot and to wound is it to wound as well? I thought yeah. it was just to hit. I'm pretty wow. sure it's both. Yeah, it's nasty. Uh, yeah. Um, what I kind of like the idea of is um, have a to hold an objective, right? Because these are these are not forward assaulting destroyers as we tend to think of them. Uh, I don't know. I I would, like that's how I would use putting, them. Eight, 18 inch range. Putting, putting out a line of breachers, right? In front of these guys, yes, and then yes. just harrowing from behind them. Counter yeah. counterpoint <laughs> counterpoint. 
um, get you one of those lovely rights of war, uh, because it can choose a rhino as a dedicated transport, mm-hmm. uh, get you one of those lovely rights of war that lets you put them in a drop pod mm-hmm. and uh, be damned to the 18-inch range yeah. and just orbital assault your way to glory. And take flamers as your special weapons. You There's know. always really, termites. Just go all in. There's oh, always ooh, termites. Yeah. Yes, termites. Yeah. They're what, 65 points? Something like something, that, yeah. Another Kind of another cool idea would be... Um, do Angel's Wrath or Descent of Angels, the assault troop, the assault um, squad, right, that makes them troops and gives them hit and run. So you run these guys kind of a pace behind assault squads. Assault squads charge, do the business, hit and run out to go charge something else, destroyers mop up. Isn't there something... Uh, I'd have to look at the restrictions for them. And of course, we... We would be remiss to not mention that this is yet another dick move Alpha Legionnaires can do. Oh, God damn oh. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> finally, headhunters aren't completely... I mean, they're still obsolete, got, but finally you can have yeah, cool do, Alpha Legion headhunters. Do your headhunters. Coils of the Hydra. <laughs> and, you, hey, front of is this. They got heroin in the name. Yeah, so. right? It, it all <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> oh, another yeah, slap that's in actually, the face to the 20th Legion. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, it really... <laughs> I'm... I'm full of terrible oh, plans. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure most of the units that have been shown through these legendary battles or exemplary battles have been elites, haven't they? Yes. I believe so, yeah. yeah. And I don't even think Alpha, for Alpha Legion, it's not even elites. It's just any, it's any a legion unit. Legion-specific. Any legion-specific yeah. unit, elite. yeah. That's not a character model. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, because uh, uh, Chris would take uh, Dark Furies, and those are fast attack. Yeah. Wait, what? And you can do uh, Gray Slayers. I've seen people do that. No, it's any Legion specific. Yeah. 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 Enough time has passed that I've forgotten how any of the rules, how any of the individual rules work. Fair enough. People will take tyrants, and those are heavy supports. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, these are these are beautiful and terrible. Put them with a uh, put them with a warmonger, and you don't even need a drop pod right. Oh, anymore. Jesus wept! I forgot about those. <laughs> Just bam, teleport in. We were talking about it right before you got here. Everybody down. Yeah, that's with, Jesus. Forty shots. Just this is a this is a fantastic fantastic way to hunt artillery. Yeah. yeah. With a warmonger and a, a nemesis destroyer my, squad. My Just poor friggin' militia artillery on that oh. basilisk crew. <laughs> And yeah. Warmonger, th- you know, throw some Phosphex bombs, Just. Nemesis out some fools, and then make them all fall down when oh. Harrow uh, kicks uh, in. Bad yeah. times, bad times. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing, because like, we're talking about the glory that would be 20 of these coming down, but you really only need the 10. You if, you're, if you're playing you games like that with them, you only need the 10. Yeah. yeah. You ha- they're assault two bolters. You don't need 20. Mm-hmm. You have the firepower of 20 already. You just want 20, because <laughs> damn. Because yeah. it's yeah. just that much... Nasty, <laughs> just mm-hmm. maximum mm-hmm. rude, but really yeah. cool unit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I mean, not like Ultramarines needed more cool units, but this is definitely a nice little touch for them. They you know absolutely I mean? did. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what? What? <laughs> Have we forgotten Caesarians? What are we talking about? No, it just disregarded them. <laughs> no, we've we, we've two books have come out since Caesarians. At least two books, three. I still now think they're. Now we got one of Gray the best. Slayers. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I think Angel's they're better than Gray tears. Slayers. Yeah. Uh, boy, would you I, be wrong. I do when, not when think these are better than Gray Slayers. Slayers and Don't think so. I, I believe Gray Slayers could take they, them. They do a thing that Gray Slayers can't do, 
I mean, it's, it's a niche. I don't think it's a comparable. Like, they fit in the Ultramarines army really well. They do. They do. And, like, I, the harrowing is great, but the Grey Slayers are unlikely to break and run. And then they will ju- like the Gray Slayers could get there, could start out of their out of their range of fire, could get into range, and successfully charge very easily because they can do the run and charge, and then they're just in there with power swords. Unless you get yeeted <laughs> out of charge range by what? Forty AP shots two of bolters. <laughs> AP two bolters. <laughs> well, then, like, so it's snap firing. That's still not going to get the job. Man, my. No, life is I chaos. S- so I mean, I- if they're snap firing, that's all they need. I mean, they just need the sixes to cause her ending, anyways, right? Or lose a single guy and fail that morale check. <laughs> I mean, it's still on nines. Yeah, uh-huh. like, I mean, all, it'll uh, happen. But oh, I see. Any so it's not rending. Harrower is AP two at six. Oof. Yeah, yep. Gross. Right, so Gross. moving on, I I hadn't really taken a look at the uh, special missions, which I feel sad about. Me, but uh, for the uh. The scouring of the Ororin Arcology. Uh, Some of the special rules include corporeal hosts, which for the purposes of playing the scenarios that follow, the word bearer players may include units of Ruinstorm possessed from Horus Heresy Book 8 Malevolence in their army selection as non-compulsory troop choices. Which is hilarious. Because I don't know why, like, (laughs) the militia version, like the solar oxy version. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just cheap, cheap troops and why the hell not. But very specifically... A possessed marine is worse than a normal marine. Yep, it's just there to be on the board while your demons aren't. But it's it's a nice, flavorful little thing. Look, it's so that people. It, if we have roads that make us faster, then we can have cheap, dumb demon marines to stand there. The exemplary battles are here for us. Yeah, <laughs> and also a uh, tortured world. At the start of each game turn, after the first, both players must roll a d6. The results should be added together adding a plus one if any weapons of strength eight or more were fired in the previous turn. And the results of the following uh, chart should be applied after any models have been deployed from reserves, but before any other models are moved. So they got a two for five where nothing happens, a six through seven where all models on the battlefield suffer a penalty of minus one to their ballistic skill to a minimum BS of one for the duration of the game turn. Uh, partial collapse, where rocks fall and almost everybody dies. Scatter three large blast templates, 46 from the center of the board. If the result of a scatter dies a hit, the template must be scattered in the direction of the small arrow that appears on that face. Guess we're keeping the scattered die for sure, guys. Um, yeah. Any models underneath any of the templates in their final position after scattering suffer a single strength 8 AP dash hit. A model with an armor value suffers a hit due to this rule must resolve that hit against its rear armor value. Ooh, sorry, Dreadnoughts. And models that can drink, <laughs> models that can uh, jink, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Any model 21 years or older. <laughs> <laughs> models that are able to jink must declare <laughs> they will jink before any scattered die are rolled. And my favorite, radiation exposure. If you roll a 2d6 total of 11 or 12... The intense radiation of the poisoned sun breaches through into the subterranean cavern with deadly effects. Cold void and poisoned air optional zone mortalis special is used for the remainder of the game. Jesse, this recording is actually your intervention. For the remainder of the game. Jesse's intervention? You're on like your second or third, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just, Ah. I'm halfway through my first. Shut up, don't worry about it. Ah, anyway. (laughs) But there's a lot here. We'll have to cover it, uh... 
sometime in the future. Uh, cold yeah. Void and Poison Air, I do not remember what those do. Cold Void is um, rending on any weapon that is strength 4 or higher, and any weapon that already has rending rends on a 5. Oof. Uh-huh. And then Poisoned Air uh, probably has something to do with poison in the air. Is that, that's not, I know, uh, overpressurized environment is the one that rerolls templates maybe? for flamers. Man, you know how long it's been since I've played? Jason was getting married the last time that I played a Zone Mortalis game. <laughs> My god. Uh, if an attack already has rending, then on, then it's on 5+. plus. Yeah. And I got a quick uh, reference here that says Cold Void and Poisoned Air, like it's the same rule. Or All attacks with strength 4 or higher cause rending. Unless the target has hardened armor, void hardened armor, a two-up save, or an armor value. And mixed units apply the rending wounds to the most vulnerable models first. And if the attack already has rending, then it's on a five-up. Unless the target has hardened armor, two-up save, or navy value. All attacks with blast also cause pinning. Yeah, just so the ecology busts open and all sorts of bad things happen. You have a, you have exceeded your allotted amount of radiation dosage for the year. You cannot work in the nuke sites anymore. <laughs> oh no! Yep, that's more well. than five R, buddy. So, uh, we can talk about Fafnir Ron yet. Always with you, it's Fafnir Ron. I've been Always hiding a boner for like thirty. All right, here. yeah, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of looking at it. So here we go. All right, God damn. All right, uh, ba, ba. Mm. Fafnir Ran. All right, this is Jared's time. Hi everybody. guys, this is Jared's time. Go ahead. You know, I had just a horrible day at work when this happened, and then these rules dropped, and it just, it just lifted. It was the, the wind beneath my wings. Fafnir Ran. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's his uh, that's nom nice, de guerre. That's a nice right? poem right there. Yeah, Fafnir you know, Ron, the wind beneath my wings. That's, that's you know he he's a poet at heart. He's a warrior. You know he's a warrior artist here. Um, but holy shit, guys, we got Fafnir Ron rules. Uh, my God, he's you know two hundred points. Fine, you know normal Praetor cost. I should also preface this that uh, Jared has an executioner's army as well. I do. So he's a bit passionate about Fafnir Ron. Uh. He's you know. he styled his facial hair after him. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidental, actually. I mean, to to be fair for our listeners, I, I've been playing Stone Gauntlet for like seven years. As far as yeah, that's all I yeah. remember you ever rolling. Down yeah, yeah, table. yeah. That's like it's it's this has been my baby for a long time, and you know, if you go back to the episode where we conjectured what our Fafnir Ron rules would hopefully look like. Hmm. We were right. You know, GW <laughs> met and exceeded those expectations. My God. Uh, so what? He's 200 points. So so basic Praetor costs has like exactly Praetor stats. Um, but, you know, he's got basic war gear, artificer armor, bolt pistol, frag and crack, iron halo. But this is where things get spicy. He's got a boarding shield also. And then the headsman and the hunter, which we'll get to later. Uh, the special rules are really where Fafnir Ron shines. Um, obviously, uh, Legionis Astartes, Imperial Fists, Independent Character, Master of the Legion, Executioner's Tax, tax Shield Master, Hammer of Wrath, because again, that 
uh, stone gauntlet, hardened armor, uh, warlord, and he's got his own special warlord trait, which we'll get to. Um, he may be equipped with a teleportation transponder, but, you know, for 10 points, okay, yes, you could do that, but really, you're unlikely to. You know, maybe in ZM. I bet it's um, 10 points for Deep Strike. Delightful. Dude, it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's does just, that confer to the rest of the unit? I would, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, shit. Delightful. Suddenly, I mean, it does become a, a warmonger. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ten points to let oh. him and a group of twenty of those shitty, awful breachers have <laughs> just do Austin's disrespectful things. Not salty at all about. He's it. already got an iron halo, so <laughs> iron halo teleporter. He's a war. He's a war monger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but continue. I don't want to <laughs> rain on your parade. <laughs> I do, and I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I was later. waiting for Stephen to pipe up. So his warlord trait, which, in my opinion. As somebody who's run Stone Gauntlet since you know near day one is the best of the Warlord traits. It's just so perfect. Uh, if Fafniron is the army's Warlord, uh, Fafniron and any models in any Legion Breacher Siege Squad or Phalanx Warder Squad in the same detachment gain a bonus of plus one to their weapon skill for the duration of any assault phase in which they successfully charge an enemy unit. In addition, if Fafniron is the army's warlord, then a single Phalanx Warder squad may be chosen as a troop's choice in the army's primary detachment if that detachment has Legionis Astartes Imperial Fist special rule. So, your breachers, your Phalanx Warders, are now weapon skill 5 on a charge. In addition to the Hammer of Wrath they get from Stone Gauntlet, they are now weapon skill 5. So those breacher charges I take every chance I get are now swinging at weapon skill 5. And hey, if they're on a sergeant, they're re-rolling ones. It's just like beautiful. That. It's so elegant. We don't it don't takes like we don't love it. The exceedingly vanilla breacher squad and gives them some teeth. I mean they, it gives them they had extra teeth. large balls and suddenly large they're balls. a caramel macchiato. Yes. <laughs> this this My, puts some color I mean, in they're your still, cappuccino. They're still basic because they're imperial fists. Yeah. Yeah. And I got, but, but also, fans. <laughs> my interrupters have plasma shotguns that, you know, re-roll. This is why I also oh, no. put melted guns on the breachers because, because <laughs> fuck you extra hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, really, this is, that is real good. You are uh, giddy. You so, are giddy. Yeah, yes. And, and <laughs> the, you know, I was, I was spitballing in the chat the day this came out. Um, it creates such an amazing synergy between Fafnir Ron and particularly other HQ choices. So if you run a Herald with a Phalanx Squadron Squad and this Rite of War, uh, all of a sudden, when you make a charge, your Phalanx Warders, your, you know, your troop choice, if you're taking Stone Gauntlet or, you know, if you, if you, you know, as per his Warlord trait, are now weapon skill six. They're hitting everything on threes. Just glorious. It's beautiful. Um, you know, mix him with a uh, Forge Lord with rad grenades. Um, it's such a great force multiplier. Really rather you didn't bring rad grenades what? into this equation. Oh, yeah. Uh, what oh, was yes. the name of the uh, the uh, exemplary battle Imperial Fist ones? Oh. Because they are HQ units. It's a I just uh, forgot. The, the, uh, Huskarls. the Huskarls. The Huskarls are HQ units. I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everyone else is elites, but Huskarls are HQ units. Yeah. So you could uh, shove him in them and give them deep strike. Well, they already get deep strike. Well, they can all come down together. I mean, yeah, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. party. Um, no, it's just such a beautiful, you know, when we look at, at the, the 
particularly the the passages in the Siege of Terra books where Fafnir Ron is is present. Um, particularly, there's one that sticks out to me. It's in First Wall where he's got you know a, a, just a the pages a wall. stick together for him, but that's neither here nor Shut up. There. <laughs> <laughs> there's a wall of of breachers who are just just mulching through you know uh, a wall of. Uh, Traitor militia that are charging them. And I think they said, yeah, yeah you know, 300,000 dead is a pretty good, pretty good butcher's tally for, you know, an hour's of work. Uh, this is that type of, of rule on the tabletop. That is what you're dealing with here. It's, it's just perfect. It's wonderful. Um, but going to <laughs> moving on, uh, he's got special rule executioner's tax. When an enemy unit successfully charges Fafnir Ron or any unit Fafnir Ron is joined, that enemy unit suffers D3 plus 3, strength 5, AP dash hits. These attacks hit automatically and are resolved during the fight subphase at initiative step 10, but grant no model pile-in moves and do not benefit from any special rule that Fafnir Ron or any other model in the unit may have. Hits inflicted by the special rule are allocated as normal for attacks made in the assault. It's like a reverse hammer of wrath. It's yeah, so it is. You know like disrespectful is it? You know what I hate the most about this? You know what I hate the most about this? Is that you're doing this and then those fucking demo charges are coming yep. down. Yep. <laughs> Eat all the dicks, guys. Uh, no, no, really. It's, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to imagine what this would be like in the fluff. You know, is he like just yeeting an axe into the, you know, the mass of traitor marines? Is he? Uh... No one has deserved a Medusa battery more. <laughs> probably, honestly, it probably represents like a bolter volley before, yeah, yeah. Um, before the charge. You know, I, I love. It, it says he. No, no. So read the read the. Yeah, uh, the okay. it, it's, uh, it's him doing like a bull charge back at them. Like that's what yeah. it, that's what it reads. As unstoppable on the attack as he is unyielding in the defense, Ran is uncharacteristically bellicose and aggressive member of the Seventh Legion, often choosing to close with the enemy on his own terms rather than rely on ranged firepower. Definitely uncharacteristically. Okay, so he just like shoulder checks aggressive. Him and just, <laughs> he just steps on well, people. He so. he shoulder checks. Between four and six people <laughs> as Look, they come you've in. Seen, lethally. You've seen the Space Marine yeah. pauldrons. They're big. Yeah. That shield is coming around and it's just taking heads, guys. Uh, arms spread wide, just running at them. And, you know. <laughs> Fafnir! Uh, yes. Very much so. And so, you know, there, there's a, there's a bl- brief little snippet in um, uh, Praetorian of Dorne where. Uh, him and Sigismund are holding Pluto and they, they just boarded an Alpha Legion ship and it turns out they're getting bamboozled because, you know, they're facing Alpharius. And, uh, you know, Sig- yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sigismund, you know, they realize like, oh crap, this this ship is actually like empty except for like this kill team of, of Alpha Legion. And Sigismund just runs straight forward in, you know, his particular idiom. And uh, <laughs> Fafnuron's like, look, motherfuckers, get in line. Everybody... You know, that's this rule to me is just, you know, he he's first in defense. He's first in attack. He's, you know, he's everything you need him to be. It, uh, but His name is Fafnir Ron. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel like the uh, Shaft so, theme song should be playing whenever Fafnir does anything. <laughs> Faf- he's, a, he's a bad legionary. Mm-hmm. So this is where... He moves from bad legionary to bad motherfucker. Uh, shield master. <laughs> uh, Fafnir, for his unconventional ability to use a combination of axe and shield, Rand's talents with this combination of weapons are unsurpassed 
and can I just can I just pause you? I, I need to pa- I need to pause you. I need to pause you. This is the second time some fucking white girl basic legion mm-hmm. is suddenly good with an axe and a shield. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it almost, characteristic. He's is. It, meanwhile, is he- every goddamn person on Fenris, man, woman, and child. Is better with an axe and a shield than Fafnir Ron, oh. but he gets the special rules. It's horseshit. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to piss on your parade, Jared. You go right on. Well, it's like it's like those. At shitty... least shake it off. I don't want that going in your pants. No, it's like a shitty TikTok video where it's like, oh, check out this this girl who can fire a gun real good. Yeah, of course, anybody can fire a gun real good with practice. But TikTok. <sighs> I hate TikTok. I just wanted to put that out. I've also been drinking too. So here we go. This go ahead. Shut up. TikTok is worries. great. You you just haven't refined your algorithm, so ah, you're getting here. dumb oh God, garbage. It's okay, all refine happens. your algorithm, create an account, like videos you like, comment on them, and the algorithm will learn what you like. And then you will, get good content. Will, I swear to God, they're not our Patreon. How much, how much did TikTok pay you for that spot right? there, Will? What is happening here? All we want is all of your information. That's Oh, Lord Almighty. Uh, you know what? I'm just restarting that whole sentence because it ahead. went off the rails. <laughs> y'all, y'all fucked it up. <laughs> Shieldmaster. Famed for his unconventional ability to use a combination of axes and shield, Ron's talents with this combination of weapons are unsurpassed. Unsurpassed, <laughs> Austin. And his ability to make the most of his shield's defensive capabilities. I'm trying so hard not to run in his parade. I'm unrivaled. So unrivaled. Rival. By any other Imperial fist, I'm assuming. By unconventional. Any swinging dick. Yeah. Axe and shield. Oh, God. Nobody's ever this? seen that before. Fuck. Spicy takes on Remember <laughs> Get in the fucking Sorry. line, Fafnir Ron. Uh, we spent way too much on the fluff. Go ahead. Go ahead. My God. When Fafnir Ron is locked in combat and his controlling player has chosen to use the single axe profile, which we'll get to, for the headsman and the hunter in that phase, all hits... All hits inflicted by enemy models and allocated to Fafnir Ron must reduce their strength by one to a minimum of one when using the twinned axe profile for the headsman and the hunter. This special rule grants no benefit. Fafnir Ron is not counted as having a boarding shield for any rules that would grant him benefits from having a boarding shield, and Fafnir Ron may ignore the usual restrictions for using a weapon with a two-handed special rule when also having a boarding shield until the end of that assault phase. So, so I gotta sit. Go ahead. Go ahead. So that particular, to, to Fist players in particular, that means he does not get the benefit of um, Stone Gauntlet, Gauntlet in addition. So he's not T6. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But We can't cool, have everything in life. How cool is it now that you have different weapon swaps on the fly for a character? Uh, what can I say? Is this bad? You mean like Corex? Yeah, I mean, so he would, oh, yeah, he would get stone, the, that benefit if he's using the one axe and the shield. Yeah, though. yeah. Yeah, so you can you can pick your poison. Uh, yeah, fight, absolutely. Fighting a big robot that you need to not be instant death by, you become T six. Yeah, solid. Yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. Um, so you know your power fists are not going to instant death you. Um, it's just good times. <laughs> that's that's really all I can say about it. I mean, it's you know, think about you know this is your you know if he's fighting another Praetor with a Paragon blade, you're wounding him on fours. You know, it, it's it's such just a elegantly written rule. It's perfect. But now, the headsman and the hunter. 
These twinned axes were Fafnir Ron's constant companions, and that warrior had mastered a unique <laughs> style of combat, switching between his axes and shield to meet any combat situation. Few foes could stand against this potent combination of ferocious attack and indomitable defense. You think he slept with them like Doran slept with the blankie? Yeah, hey, of course he did. Uh, he, like, absolutely. I mean, constant did. companion. Yeah. Hey, these are to my... Be, uh, to be fair, to be fair, though, the man who sleeps with Machete is only called a fool every night but one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a very good point, Jesse. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. These it's are elegant. no no axes no 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 these are my um, emotional support tools. <laughs> Again, How dare you I can't stress enough. He got these when he was a fucking space marine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I would I would argue against that due to the fact that uh, you know from first wall we know that he was supposed to be the chosen one. He was supposed to be some great war leader of Inwit. Yeah, hand out a lot of mastercrafted power weapons on Inwit. Uh-huh. And turns out... Uh, a lot of those. You know, Rogodorn showed up and Fafnir knew, okay, I, I, I gotta get in line. Just, just Give me piles, that gene seed. piles of mastercrafted power axes hanging out on Inwit. <laughs> I need Probably. A, I need a Ron versus uh, Dorn showdown here. <laughs> I don't Boy, is that gonna well. be short. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Ron, may be, Ron may be really good. But I don't think he's that good. He's, no, he he's is not. He's not a Praetor. <laughs> no, he is not. He's not a friggin' Primarch, man. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like his chances. Sorry, guys. Uh, Fafniron's power axes, the Headsman and the Hunter, are considered a single weapon with two profiles. One representing Fafniron using a single axe in concert with a shield, and one representing Fafniron using both axes at once. In each fight subphase, Fafniron's controlling player may choose one of these two profiles to use for all of Fafniron's attacks. Note that the Shield Master special rule allows Fafniron to make use of a weapon with a two-handed special rule despite having a breaching shield. And I love that they spelled that out as idiot-proof as possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. This was good. This would, yeah. Some Good some, on you, Forge World. Thank yeah, you. some you know, mouth breather on the internet would be arguing this, but really you can't. This is as no. crystal clear as humanly and possible. I like how this is... Uh, that does to stop mouth breathers. Well, but they made a damn good effort, I gotta say. I do like Kudos. how this is, you can change it at each fight phase. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to, yeah. if your enemy's got some other stupid which, shit up on there. Which is kind of unique um, for 40k games, as far as I remember, because I remember the old fantasy. We, you could have units equipped differently, but yeah. you had to pick, and that's just what they were using for the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. After you ran, no fucks. Oh, God, a Castellax is charged in. Quick, well, bring the shield back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Mm-hmm. So with his single axe profile, uh, he's plus two strength, so he's strength six, AP two, uh, melee, shield master, which we just covered, specialist weapon, and master crafted. So keep in mind with your master crafted, so you're rerolling one failed roll to hit. And then if you're in a challenge, you're rerolling all your ones. So that's just a whole lot of rerolls. You're going to hit something. Um, and just going over... Yeah, that just covers uh, Shield Master again. And then Twin Dax, uh, your plus one strength, AP2, uh, melee, Rampage, Specialist Weapon, Two-Handed, and Master Crafted as well. Uh, so Rampage, for to save you from having to look it up, if uh, Fafnir is outnumbered in a combat, he gets plus D3 attacks. So On the charge, if I remember right. No, it's just plus D3 attacks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, say he charged... I guess Fury's Charge is the one that gives you mm-hmm. yeah. one attack. Yeah. Okay. 
No, Furious Charge gives you uh, plus one strength. Uh, Rage gives you plus one attack. Yeah, don't listen to me, guys. I don't care. <laughs> this is this edition. I'm going to throw it all out the window here in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw it. It pains right. me. It pains me to point this out. It really does. Hmm. Is that he's, but again, I'm trying mortals. so hard not to rain on your parade, Jared. Be pained, Austin. I will point out that these mastercrafted power axes of doom seem to swing an initiative. Yep. Yeah, yep. what about it? They don't have unwieldy. Nope. Axes normally don't, Jared. What about it? I'm going to die mad about it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Austin, here's something else for you to die mad about, right? When, oh. um, when, oh, never mind. He's only, okay, never mind. You know what? I thought he was instant deafing mortals when he's got Rampage. Um, but he does No, not. no, just with a. But if I run him with a Forge Lord, you know. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, if no, he uses... he's not instant deathing them. He's just doing an additional D3 plus 3 strength 5 to them just... before the fight even starts. <laughs> I will say props props to you, Jared. You did, you did call out Rampage and AP2 when we uh, when you. they first Thank revealed you. Thank you. Fafnir. So mm. Uh, mm. you got. But uh, we'll just you know, we'll just take put that. That was that was pit. Jared that uh, feather in your cap. coming to conclusion. For those of you that weren't here to witness that kind of disturbing moment, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah you know, we, we were discussing that in our ch- our chat uh, earlier. You know, think about you know the way I run these these guys and the way I'm going to run Fafnir is, is particularly with like a probably a 15 man um, Phalanx Warrior Squad. You know, phallic orders attract a lot of firepower because they're so nasty in close combat. So, and you know, you know doubly so with your warlord in there. Uh, so they're going to take casualties. You're probably going to end up in some sort of outnumbered combat. Uh, you know, he's got four attacks, plus one for charging, and plus D three. So you got between six and eight attacks on a charge. You know, say you charge a twenty man attack squad. You know, you're going into that sergeant. With you know, mastercrafted rerolling ones and strength five, you're going to do some work. It's just it's it's a perfectly written set of rules for him. Uh, it it so closely matches the fluff. It's just it's everything you could ever ask it to be. Um, really, I, I I genuinely hope GW keeps up this this quality um, moving forward into the next you know heresy phase whenever that comes um, and. You know, with future characters, it's just ten out of ten guys. Seriously, well done. I it's uh, I'm I would glad con- to see someone super happy about yeah. a character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I will say, I will I will contest perfectly written because Uh-oh. I said I was going to rain on your parade, and I meant it. <laughs> and he will go Scrap ahead. It. The gentleman yeah. from Texas has the floor. For let's for the- not get carried away with the gnomer gentleman. That should mean something <laughs> for the boys and girls from Fenris, J- Stephen. <laughs> Have your say. We're taking it home. Steven is your representative. <laughs> so, admittedly, Best Fafnir, of luck. Fafnir is really cool. Um, and at 200 points, he's... I think that's my only real complaint about him, is his price, what? price cost. 200 points. He's too cheap. Yeah, he is too cheap. cheap. He's definitely he's too, too cheap. cheap. Oh. Because, now, when we, when, uh, we were initially all going gaga over Ron's rules, because again, I'll give it to Jared. They are really cool and they're really flavorfully written. Um, the only problem is, is that Jared pretty much hit the nail on the head immediately after reading the rules when he said he's an auto take. There is 
almost no reason to ever take an HQ that isn't Fafnir on. Yeah, you'll never see a basic baseline Praetor yeah. in an Imperial Fist He's going to get... Ron will murder any non-named character that comes after him. And, and a good number of the named ones, too. And a good like, number yeah. of the Leaving aside ones. the Primarchs. <laughs> and, oh, and the problem there, the problem I have with that... Oh, let's really, face it, he could take Lorgar. <laughs> I mean, Servitors can take Lorgar, and we've proven it. Uh, May they live in glory forever. <laughs> um, kind of, for, for the most part, not a lot of... At least early on, right, when, when the heresy first started and we saw characters released for every legion... Um, there weren't a lot of named characters that could equivocably wipe the floor with any other named character or their ranked equivalent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just looking at my Legion, Warbearers, Erebus, Corfaron, um, Zarduleic are all, they can all get kind of, they can all get made fools of by vanilla Praetors of Paragon Blades. If you look at Ultramarines, um, what's his name? The dude with the banner? Remus? Vin- yeah, Ventanus. Or yeah, yeah. There, he's not that impressive. Even the Space Wolves, who are a close combat legion, don't have any named characters outside of their Primarch who kind of can mop up whoever they want. Um, Karn can. Abaddon kind of can. Yeah, any anybody going up against an enemy Praetor with a Paragon Blade and kind of the standard two-up, four-up, mm-hmm. it was always going to be a little iffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah. Ron, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still Paragon Blade him to death. You, you absolutely can. But he'll be T6 while you're trying to do it. Yeah, and you're really, you're, you're going to have to hope for murderous strike at that point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a job for the old uh, although, great sword. Although, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I will say. I mean, he's got a point. I will but, say. one armor save. But like, he is combat cheap. characters, even combat characters like Corswain, right? There's still enough, uh, or Sevatar, or Raldoran, there's still enough, um, I guess, chance that they're not just going to come into a combat and steamroll whoever they challenge, where... Ron has to challenge, so he's always going to be in a challenge, and he gets bonuses for challenging because he's an Imperial Fist. Well, and then he just, he just, hey, nice, uh, nice Praetor over there. Chop. So, you know, look at his fluff, particularly, and, and let's include for, for our listeners, if you haven't read Warhawk, you know, cover your ears. Oh, yeah. Some and spoilers and, and go, episode. you know, log off and immediately go read Warhawk. Get off your ass, all right? Yeah. Can't uh, confirm you should. So, uh, so you know, my take here, you know, not only going into the heresy, you know, he is captain of the first assault cadre. He, he is, you know, right up there with Sigismund, neck and neck in getting into it with traitors. And we see him, you know, right there with Sigismund throughout the entire heresy, <laughs> taking the brunt of the traitor's assault, saving Sigismund's ass on a couple occasions, um, you know, taking heads, you know, that's what his role is. That's who he's supposed to be. You know, he's not as storied as Sigismund or Abaddon, um, 
but he's kind of a, a you know, I imagine him as a working class hero. So I would believe that. Uh, the Bruce that. Springsteen of space. <laughs> the, the working man. Yeah, space Bruce Springsteen Marine. sucks. Let's, let's, I, would, I would believe Johnny that. Johnny Cash. The thing of it is, though, he's not just a beat stick mm-hmm. because he's granting so he's, many yeah, models in that army plus one to weapon yeah. skill. Yeah. yeah, you said so you many. said he's a force and multiplier, and he is. Yeah. Ten points, congratulations. Now you can deep strike anyone with him. He's one of the few non non um primarchs that is both a beat stick and a, a an army character. a support character. Yeah, yeah. Um having said that though, um I think it's safe to say that these are going to be his rules next edition. Yeah, right? yeah. we're, we're yeah, all yeah. On board with that. And while he is undercosted now, we Might all have been be playing GW games long enough to know that whenever a new edition comes out, everything gets points reduction. So you can have more of it. So yeah. you can buy more models. So <laughs> I mean, I mean so you can have so you can have more epic battles. So I'm I'm gonna say you mentioned you mentioned Corswain earlier, Steven. I think Corswain could take this guy. Corswain has I, a tyrannic greatsword, right? He's got a he has a he has what's called the blade. He has strength two AP one. Yeah, he, he did master strength two <laughs> AP one. Uh, four tax base. Uh, it's two handed master crafted duelist uh, duelist's triumph, which gives him instant death in challenges. Okay, and he has a three up invuln save in challenges. Well, he's going sure, close combat. Fafnir yeah, Fafnir Rand is going in to be close he's combat. He's going to attacks. die. Uh, good. Sigurd is going to kill him. He is also two hundred points. Yeah, yeah. So while yeah. he may not uh, be the uh, the churning, he's not the force but, multiplier. Yeah, he's not the force multiplier that Ron is. He is definitely a character killer. He's he can definitely yeah. he's, remove he's, yeah. Ron's he's a force killer. multiplying. Absolutely, he will. He will knock away those axes mm-hmm. that he had so amazingly couldn't, you know, mind blowingly learned how to use as an imperial <laughs> fist. <laughs> And, is, and remove his head. Well, it the is only hard. Reason it's, they're the only they're reason more used to so, shovels. Yeah, the only reason it's give so them an like, axe, impressive is because he is an imperial fist, and they are oh my God. criminally. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, Uncharacteristically, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. Imperial I, I, fist. Going into the the fluff here a bit. Uh, allow me a moment for an aside. Sure, sure. You know, another l- moment. You l- have l- it. Let's look at you know what the executioners become in the Badab War Traitors? in 40k. He's been dead 10,000 years. Yeah. But his legacy lives on by God. So, traitor. Uh, Corswain has four wounds. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go back to Jesse. Corswain would absolutely beat <laughs> Fafnir Ron's ass. There's no, there's no disputing that. I'm not going to argue well, that. So, Keep here's the thing. One that, yes, Corswain can probably beat Fafnir Ron, and Corswain is also a steamroller. But Corswain, for all those things, isn't necessarily an auto-take, right? And yes, they wrote Fafnir Ron... To his rules or to his fluff, really well. I'm not saying they didn't, you know, do Fafnir on justice. I just wish they didn't price him at 200 points. But here's the thing: so, Jared, so Jared, fucking would good. you be taking like no, knowing the list you play? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. You play, would you take Fafnir around if he was 240? Fuck yeah, yeah. And that's that's our, our whole argument. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. of course, Jared's um, going to take him at 250. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> no disputing there at all. Yeah. So, uh, 260, do I hear 260? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is my my hot take. You heard it here first. Um, I think going forward, we will see uh, rules of this quality for other trader characters, for other characters they're putting out. Um, of, of similar, I think there will be, I think this is the, the archetype 
for what GW can can base a character on and well, how they're going to write rules. You know, Jared, so there's, a we can find, there's a way we can find that out. And that's by looking at the Blood Angel character that came out at the same damn time. Oh, yeah, my God. I, it's important. I'm going to well, be very, if I, very... If I uh, spitball hmm? for a moment. Okay, fine. The, all right, on, all right. I Jared's. had the perfect segue. Let the record show. <laughs> yeah, I had the perfect did. segue. <laughs> Let the record also show that I have made a career out of ruining your segues. <laughs> um, is that I would... I, I do hope that Jared's right when it comes to this kind of quality of rules writing for characters, because it would be kind of cool to see, and maybe I'm the only person that thinks this, right? But I like Hero Hammer. I like yeah, cool yeah. Mm-hmm. big HQs doing cool shit to each other while their friends it's, it's fight in the It's what the back. books are all about. Yeah. So it would be really awesome to see more, um, more characters come down the lines for both legions, especially the older legions, you know, like um, Death Guard, Emperor's Children, Hell and um, Iron Hand. Iron, yeah, and Iron Hand. <laughs> yeah, they need both, some help. Who is both just a murder blender and also helps his friends. So, anyway. It's not enough that you succeed on your own. You must lift others up with you. That's right. That's the Imperial Fist mantra, I think. By God. It really is. And But, okay. I Before thought it was we... stack Legos, but not as well as Perturabo knocks them down. Uh, <laughs> eat a dick. Uh, no, uh... <laughs> So, so to further completely derail Austin's aside here, um, when we look at the legacy of the Imperial Fists in 40K and the wider Warhammer world, which we're, we're going to look at here. Lose a company to make any given Chaos Lord look more badass? Easily captured by the Iron Hands <laughs> or the Iron whatever. Iron Wolf. Mary Imperial and Joseph. Fist character go out of production and uh, sent off the rotation. Okay. Uh Continuing with that, uh, <laughs> we see the executioners, whose you know main deal is, you know, we carve off the fists, the faces of our uh, of our foes, and and you know put them on the mantelpiece. Yep, that's healthy. We magnetize them to the refrigerator of the uh, communal, hang on, uh, hang on you know, the night hag, Jared, our our battle barge. Jared, I have a question yep. for you. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. It, this is the executioners, right? That do all they of execute, this. Yes. Are you sure they're not just night and lords? You, yeah. And lords. you were you were mad earlier that someone posted a conversion <laughs> of a chaos Fafnir Ron? What? Uh, I'm ending on that. I gotta go. Have fun reviewing Dominion Zephin. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but my 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 point here is they have a decided. Uh, and, and, you know, I would encourage any, anyone interested to look into the, the lexicanium um, of the Badab War and, and look into the history of the executioners because it's, it's objectively, it's super, super cool. It sounds kind of scary, but uh, okay. Yeah, they are of the loyalist Space Marine chapters. They are just nasty. <laughs> They're so mean. Um, they, they do end up on the wrong side of the Badab War because at some point... The Astral Claws uh, saved their chapter from annihilation, and they owed them a blood debt. They they said, you know, hey, call upon us at any point, and we will help you out. And the Astral Claws do, and they fight for them for a long time and kick lots of ass. And then the Astral Claws get warp-tainted, and the Executioners turn on them and, uh, you know, get sentenced to a, a penitent crusade for which likely all of them have died. Uh, for their, uh, you know, turning against crimes. 
crimes is the word you're looking for. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, <laughs> and so Fafnir Ron, for those of you that were wondering about his legacy, it is heresy, <laughs> damnation, and ruin. So ignominious ruin. So for 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 our listeners, my uh my 40k force, which is you know sitting in the cabinet on. Un- unpainted and unprimed i'm sorry guys oh, uh, <laughs> i wouldn't have even mentioned it if i didn't know that shut up <laughs> no is uh is executioners and they're they're all primaris they're the fluff is that they found a, a a you know a chaplain buried in the dirt of some world and they're you know searching for their you know like lost children they're searching for the remnants of the uh the executioners chapter the first generations oh. on this penitent crusade that's fun yeah, that's my that's my little head fluff for where the the executioner's chapter is going in the forty first millennium. Um, but when we look at their great 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 granddaddy, we see Fafnir Ron. We see this guy, a man who truly does represent all the executioners come to be. <laughs> you know, things get a little spicy, and having shat so comprehensively on Jared's parade. <laughs> Let's talk about Zaphon, guys. And yet my joy, <laughs> not at all. Let's talk about Zaphon. Dominion Zaphon, Blood Angel. That was a good mark, Jesse. Thank you. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Dominion Zephon. Yeah, Dominion Zephon. All right. It's just me and all, me and uh That's Jared. That's I think, Jared. I think yeah. over there. This guy who yeah. likes paint and yellow. Once again, uh we'd like to thank our would-be sponsor. And by would-be, I mean if you give us lots of beer, we'll we'll call you a sponsor. By God. Uh, Christmas pancakes. Yeah. All we need, Hardywood Brewery, Richmond, Virginia. We just need a four pack a week. Not even a six pack. We just need a four pack a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Check it out if you're ever in RVA, Hardywood. Yeah, in in the Good winter stuff. times, the Christmas pancake, delightful. Yeah, actually, any just about any beer place in Richmond is good. But yeah. anyway, well, all right. Well, yeah. To I mean, you know, to business. I'm not very picky, so I'll drink anything at least once or well, at least twice. <sighs> Dominion Zephon, 185 points. A little bit lower. Okay, a little bit lower than a. Uh, our boy Fafnir. Yep, yep. yep. Well, he's not as good, so it's fine. Yeah, rolling in it. Yeah, that's well, kind of, <laughs> uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's No, he's let's he's really good. He's yeah. really good. Weapon skill six, ballistic skill five, strength four, toughness four, three wounds, initiative five, four attacks, leadership ten, strength two up. Your standard Praetor affair. Save two up. Save two up, excuse me. <laughs> what did I say? You said strength. strength. Jeez. <laughs> Which would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he has artificer armor. The Spiritum Sanguis, Lament and Grief, which is a which is one weapon, I guess. We'll, we'll get talk to about that later. later. Yep. Jump pack, uh, Iron Halo, Frag Crack and Rad Grenades, and Melt Bombs. He can only be taken as part of the Loyalist Faction Army, as you can probably guess. Uh, special Rules, Blood Angels, Independent Character, Master of the Legion, Furious Charge, Stubborn. Gunslinger, we'll talk about that later. Paragon of Restoration, and Warlord. If he is your army's warlord, he has the Exarch of the High Host Warlord trait rather than rolling randomly. 
This uh, warlord trait says, if Dominion Zaphon is the army's warlord, then a Legion Destroyer squad may be selected as part of the same HQ choice. A unit selected in this manner is considered a retinue squad. The retinue squad does not use up a force organization slot and is considered part of the same unit as Dominion Zaphon. The retinue squad must be deployed with Dominion Zaphon deployed as part of the unit, and Dominion Zaphon may not voluntarily leave the retinue squad during play. All models in the Legion Destroyer squad chosen using this warlord trait gain the chosen, uh, the chosen Warriors special rule. Unless this option is selected, no other unit may be selected for Dominion Zaphon using the retinue special rule, and he may never join any other unit. All right, I got an issue there. The Blood Angels have a Destroyer-specific unit that's already there in the book. Why the f- hell didn't they include that in his choices? Because I, I will say, from a fluff perspective, he was fucked up. So Dominion Zaphon... Uh, he was, you know, pride of the Legion, everybody's favorite kid, horribly maimed by uh, some sort of Xenos. I don't think it's even specified. It's just a Xenos blade. Yeah, whatever. Kind of rips him into a billion tiny pieces. He gets a bunch of augmetics that don't actually work, and he winds up in the Crusader host, which is pretty much the, like, poster children, Space Marines on Terra while the Great Crusade does its thing. Sanguinius really should have um, made some friends in the Mechanicum. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> when the heresy breaks out and the Custodes are in the Webway, uh, Zephon also goes in the Webway pretty much on a death wish, um, but meets Arcan so, Land, who's... So, so, wait, 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 wait. They, they specifically put him in there because they want to see what loyalist space marines will do in the Webway, and they need a fairly harmless prototype... To, to see, okay, this yeah, is our he demo guy. He can't go crazy and kill anybody because look at him. Yeah. It, 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 he can't um, lift a pistol. No, meanwhile, Zaphon's like, no, you're going to make me, you're you're going to let me get in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. But meanwhile, Arkin Land finds him and is essentially like, why do you have such shitty augmetics? <laughs> and just sort of fixes all the problems that have kept him on Terra for like a century and a half. Jesse, the, what's tech, the tech priest don't, don't fix me up no good. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't it you who said they, they pulled the USB out and, and turned it upside down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just just like that old <laughs> Super Nintendo cartridge, they just pulled it out, blew in it, put it back in, it worked fine. Did did you try hitting Did you try turning it on and off again? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the thirty K um, equivalent for Anyway, so so my argument would be he doesn't go with the Blood Angel specific units because they weren't around when he was in the Legion. I, I would have to Look at that fluff to dis- excellent. So I'm, I'm right, and we're moving on, and this will be immortalized in the internet forever. That being uh, said, so that it's that, shitty. But that no, Fafnir, in the comments section, I'm going to be stacking bodies. <laughs> it's it's shitty that Fafnir can roll around with all the special fancy fuck off Imperial Fissions, but he gets the Destroyer Squad. That's to why be fair, he's 15 Fafnir points more expensive. Is the new hotness? <laughs> no, he's just so timeless. hot, so hot right now. <laughs> and, this is why he doesn't get yeeted by a brick. Yeah, but but this is. But at least point. he gets. But at least Zaphon gets a uh, gets a jump pack. Yeah, and he, doesn't does. have to pay, he doesn't have to pay ten points for a teleport transponder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like a but peasant. like this isn't the point. This is a neat little bit of fluff because you can take him as just a regular dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say though, the one downside of of having uh, this retinue squad is that it doesn't specifically state if the retinue squad is dead, he can join another squad. If the retinue squad gets axed out from under him. He's on his own. No, it's, it says very specifically. Oh, I see. 
Yeah, he may unless never... this option is selected, no other unit may be selected yeah. for Zephon using the retinue special using the retinue special rule. Yeah, or and he may never. Man. Well, and it says, and at the end it says, yeah. and he may never join any other unit. So he's stuck. Yeah, he's so he's stuck. stuck. Now, I'm all alone. But, but again, you don't have There's to take no one this. Here beside me. You don't have to take it at all. Mm-hmm. You can just have him as a regular, you know, Praetor equivalent, doing his regular thing, joining Stick squads him with an whatever. assault squad. <laughs> yeah, sure. It is a warlord trait. Yeah, you may choose not to use him as the warlord. It's fine. Uh, and even if it is the warlord trait, and he's the warlord. Don't, don't take destroyers. Yeah, you don't have to buy him that destroyer squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the other fun thing he's got, though, Paragon of Restoration. Gives him Feel No Pain 5 up. In addition, the first time in any battle that Dominion Zephon loses his last wound or is otherwise removed from play as a casualty, the controlling player must immediately roll a d6. On a 4-up, he remains in play with a single wound remaining instead of being removed or destroyed. And that is wildly good. Yeah, it is. Like, oh, I've been I've been instant death by something? Not even instant death. I've been hit by like a D weapon and removed from play? <laughs> nah, bro. Yep. That's not what's going down today. <laughs> the only downside to that is if you got hit by a D weapon, odds are you're probably going to get hit by another D weapon here pretty soon. <laughs> Look, we're it's not fine. fighting Eldar Wraithguard. It'll be fine. <laughs> That uh, falchion in the far back corner of your opponent's uh, side of the table is probably not going to go away by the time. Jesse's already making plans here. Uh, he's also got, for weapons, the Spiritum Sanguis, a powerful broad-bladed sword of exquisite craftsmanship. The Spiritum Sanguis was presented to Zephon by the Ninth Legion Master of Artisans upon his departure to join the Crusader host on Terra. Thanks for coming out and participating in the Great Crusade. Here's your lovely parting gift. Yeah, here's something shiny. Enjoy that. You're never going to use it. Right? <laughs> uh, it's strength plus... It was ceremonial, guys. Ceremonial! Jesus. It's strength plus one, AP two, melee two-handed, sweeping strike, mastercrafted. Uh, sweeping strike, if a model with a weapon with a special rules in base contact with more than one enemy model at the initiative step in which they fight, they gain plus one attack. Keep in mind, like, if you're in a challenge, you only count as base contact to that specific model that you're in a challenge with. So you, are, you wouldn't get that. Plus. But this is this is not a challenge character. Like Fafnir around is no, a challenge. No, he's not. Character. He's not. This is a Reeve through the Mooks character because yeah. that will give him five attacks at initiative five. It's not bad. Uh, at strength five AP two. Really, if you want to be yeah. extra fancy, take him with another Praetor. But then you just got two Praetors. <laughs> not to mention, he also has. Hon- honestly. Stick jump- him with an assault squad. Stick another guy with an assault squad. He has the jump pack. So, you know, he's got hammer wrath if he chooses mm-hmm. that. If he's with the destroyer squad, they have rad grenades. So mm-hmm. he's also. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets rad grenades in his war gear. Oh, he got rad grenades? Too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he's in a, a, a destroyer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. marine. Probably. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, point and of again, war gear. 185 points. So he's going to be cheaper than most other Praetors. Like, yeah. one, by yeah. the time you've, like, kitted out your, your generic Praetor. Yeah, uh, he's going to be right in there with him. Yeah, I he think also has like Paragon well, Blade, Melta Bombs, Jump Pack, Iron Halo. I think that would put you at eight one eight one eighty five or in the ballpark. At yeah, least. Uh, he also has that thing which has the internet bamboozled, <laughs> lamenting grief. A pair of artificer-made Volkite Serpentor pistols, lamenting grief, fire powerful beams of binding white light over short ranges that sear the flesh as well as the sight of their targets. Uh, 10-inch range, strength 5, AP 5, pistol 2, defil grate, blind. So the, which is great, because he has gunslinger. Basically one <laughs> Volkite Serpenta. 
it, well, it, it, it's two Volkai Serpentas yeah. and one weapon profile with two extra inches of range. Yes. No further questions. Yeah. Except for why does he have Gunslinger? Yeah, that's what really threw me off. Really initially, <laughs> I assumed Gunslinger. Oh, yeah, that specifically calls out, you know, if you have two pistols, you can fire both of them in the same turn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are they, I assume that they're calling Lament and Grief basically two separate weapons. So does that mean he's got basically four attacks with each pistol firing twice? So I would... The downside... <sighs> so so say... You could argue that, but it's... I, it's a rough argument because the fact that Lament and Grief is one specific war gear item. Yeah. So this is how I would do it. Say say Will paints up a Blood Angel's army and he's, you know, facing my Fafnir Ron Stone Gauntlet in, in you know, holy combat here. Uh, I would say, you know, use the gunslinger rules of you can fire 10 dice at me until you miss. Yeah. And... So you you're get, saying it's not specific to two pistols. It's just you get to fire your one. That's how I would do 10 it. Shots. You know, and that that seems to be the fairest way. Wait, say, say that one more time. So treat him as a Moritat. So uh, which is Moritat's, also well, fair is so, the wrong word. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's I when think, you really throw it weird. I think niche into it. I think what's happening oh, here, gunslinger, is that that's that's his fluff to me. I think what's happening here is that Games Workshop knows that we're in a goddamn pandemic, even though we seem, knock on wood, to be coming out of it for the fifth fucking time, (laughs) and that nobody is going to be playing a game with these guys anytime in the next couple of months, and if you let it go until June, (laughs) maybe Heresy 2.0 will be the summer release, and they'll have new rules for Gunslinger, and this will all make perfect sense. No, I love that his, his pistols have blind. That's such a cool thing. Yeah. Two shots. That's just, ah. Two shots, not great, but blind, Ten. man. How many times has Jared fucking fired one gun at you and blinded you <laughs> and you've hated your life? And he gets mm. to try twice. Yeah. Or Jason's rudeness with his Mechanicum. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Don't get me fucked. But again, this is a great ZM guy, even with the jump yeah, pack, yeah. because you got that 10 inches and then you blind the guys and then you charge inches. them. 12 inches, sorry. Yeah. And then you blind the guys and then you charge them. So you don't have to worry about, you know, Overwatch at full BS fuckery. No, it's it's good times. And Defilgrate. God, why do they keep adding Defilgrate? I play Militia. We got enough problems. <laughs> I, I hope, I genuinely hope Militia gets some help in the next edition because they have been... They don't need help. They've been hurt so bad. We just keep getting wronged. Every Legion-specific thing that comes out is like, hey, how could we dick over militia Fucking to the maximum Marines. degree? Fucking nemesis ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything the Dark Angels have gotten in the last, like, six, no, like, like 10, 12 months has been like... Just everything. Everything. Hey. I, and honestly, we don't need anything. For militia, I don't want anything new. I don't want... Well, I don't want any changes to I what's already More there. providences. I want more providences. Yeah. And literally... That's it. I, I, I don't want. I don't particularly want or care about new units. I want more I fast attack choices. I don't though. Like I, the only thing I would want new unit wise um, is I would like a Chimera, mm-hmm. and I or or, I, and I don't think they will because it would be going back to like seventh edition stuff that nobody has. Um, I would like some sort of imperial armor. You know, kind of like hey, you can bring. Anything from the old, you know, Imperial Guard, Imperial Armor oh, yeah, books, yeah. 
as like that that's just your providence right like if you want chimeras one of your providences is like mechanized infantry okay all of your infantry squads can have chimeras up to their transport value take those elysian drop troops mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i want I, I take it back there is another unit i want yes <laughs> so bad they were on jet or, bikes back in the day. What are the Death Corps, uh, the 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 cavalry for them? Death Riders. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Fuck. They're, they're cool. They're cool. <laughs> uh, I want a guy in a big fur hat. Casual <laughs> disregard for how cavalry actually works. Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> 41st millennium. Yeah, that's what I want. God I want a big him. fur hat and big front teeth, just like TR. Charging up. The TR's massive, massive amount of infested San Juan Hill. It's an extra attack. Just all the teeth. Cuba Libre. The count is blind from all the glow, <laughs> from the whiteness of the teeth. Thank Nobody you, TR. Has white teeth. Oh shit! It is answering the weekly question. This is going to be a fucking two-hour call by the time oh, we get done with oh, it. Dear God! So I've thought long and hard about this. Yeah, I, so I don't know. Read so the question. Read the question. Yeah. question is: uh, loyalist loyalties aside, what three Astartes legions would you choose to attempt to overthrow the Imperium? You also get to destroy any three legions at the start. It's basically build your own massacre. Yes. And uh, bonus points if you keep the Imperial fists as loyalists defending Terra. And we did we did caveat this for us, um, the crew here at RR30K, that you must have your legion as one of the three. We did caveat that. Did we? We did. Because I, I don't remember that. You didn't do that? Oh, well, well, whatever. Because my legion is defending Terra. I mean, come on. Yeah. Pick another side. Um, so I'll go first. Go ahead. Yeah, go go ahead. Um, so naturally, because I'm apparently the only one that listened to the rules- <laughs> Uh, space wolves, space wolves are there. And I think that's a good choice regardless. Uh, they are the emperor's executioners. Disagree, but okay. Their, their whole point to existing is to put down other legions. So it's a solid, it's a solid core of shock troops. Um, also less well-known, they also have a really good intelligence network. Uh, that's something that's mentioned several times in the books. And I quote, peerless intelligence network yet they are not known for their own intelligence and that's literally the point (laughs) is it like and that that's on that's honestly the full quote is nobody nobody expects like like uncultured barbarians or something like that to have a peerless intelligence network so that's that's good Peerless might be an instance of unreliable narrator in the in the, the yeah the alpha, it's the alpha legion it's I brought yeah a little bit a little bit certainly I would say peerless compared to like a normal intel network I'm what not, you would expect a legion yeah, to have what what you would expect a legion to have I'm certainly not claiming they're as good at it as the alpha legion um so that's that's my core force they also get infiltrated by some rubes from the dark angels just <laughs> so you claim so is in the books. Um, next on my list, uh, Perturabo's boys, the Iron Warriors, because that's already been proven that they can take the Imperial Fists on Terra. Has it? Did you not read Mortis? Uh, yeah, I read Perturabo yeah. rage quitting the heresy. Because he won 
and nobody would listen to him. He got so mad. And he got so mad he took his toys he had and left. No hand in the final stages. So I, I and like Horus him, took over. I like him for two reasons. One, you you'll know they're gonna beat the Imperial Fist, but not to shit on Jared's parade yet more. At the base, they're a legion that is used to doing high tempo operations. They're used to constant resupply. A lot of these legions you see, they'll fight those initial battles in the heresy, and then they're just kind of crippled for the rest of it because they don't have all the infrastructure in place to be like, man, we run through our entire legion's worth of Marines every three months. Iron Warriors can do that and their expert siege warfare troops, and and they're real good at you know counting the bullets and making sure everything works. That's real important. And then, so so we've got we've got our siege troops, we've got our shock assault troops, and now you need the most important thing to any war war that you're fighting on a galactic scale: logistics, which means the ultramarines. The ultramarines are mediocre fighters at best for for legionnaire for like a legion for like yeah, a legion yeah. of Stardes. They are bog standard. They That's don't their like whole it. gig. Nobody that play ultramarines come at me because literally their whole point is that they're the standard. When they play Mario Kart, they pick Mario. Exactly. We got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> However, comma, the thing that they're better at than most other legions is logistics. And logistics is what wins you wars. It's not that I'm better than my the guy pointing a bolter directly across from me. It's that when I get to the battlefield, the guy directly across from me is pointing his bolter at me and four of my closest friends, right? We, you just have the advantage. So those are the three that I would take into the fire. And they have the advantage. Ultramarines, they're the largest legion. Uh, Iron Warriors, again, can sustain themselves through high tempo operations. And the Space Wolves are built to beat other legions to death. <clears throat> the three you get rid of. You got to get rid of the fucking Thousand Sons. <laughs> we know the Space Wolves can take them, right? That happened. However, comma, there's so much psychic fuckery going on that you cannot allow them to augment. Like, you can you can hit them once and annihilate them, but you can't allow them to be, like, on the walls of Terra augmenting the Imperial Fist and Blood Angels, right? It's just not a good idea. Not a good look. Deck them. Next on the list, you've got to get rid of the Dark Angels. Because the Dark Angels, they're a little small for a Legion. They got skeletons in the closet, though. They got fucking sentient AI in the closet. Yeah. And you can't let those outside. Yeah. I guess I guess this is... We never really established a timeline. Because um, they were the biggest prior to the Rangdon Xenocides. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume that you're talking... As standard heresy, kind of, you get them at Olinor, right? Okay, fair. So, yeah, yeah. so they've been, been beat down a little bit. Um, but still, you, you deck them. You deck them. So that's that's the two. And I was very torn on the third legion to get rid of. Because um, I, I came very close to getting rid of the Luna Wolves and Horus. Um, but this isn't so much about like what an individual Primarch can do. This is more, you know, the legion is a whole big picture. Yeah. And for big picture, the third thing you get rid of is the Alpha Legion. Yeah. And if you get rid of the Alpha Legion... Then you, you're you now competing with who else in the intelligence, like in the intelligence world? Because mm -hmm. if the Space Wolves have a peerless, you know, a better than average intel setup, 
and you've gotten rid of the one that nobody will argue has the best Intel setup, then at the very least, you're on a level playing field and you probably have some sort of advantage. The Raven Guard would be like an honorable mention. That's it. Are they but, really? But you know they're sneaky, but you don't know if they have an Intel network. Like they never mention, like they've got that. In stealthy. book three, it's mentioned and it's it's covered in detail of what a what a colossal intelligence failure Istvan was in particular. And I can, um, I, I would actually point that out to them not being that great at it. Exactly. <laughs> their, exactly. Their Intel network failed them at Istvan. Yeah. Yeah. So how can it be that good? Right. So, um, so those they're are up the, there, but they're not that great. Those are the three I would get rid of. Uh, and I think with that, um, and that's just, you know, we're just poofing them, right? No casualties to get rid of. And I think with that, you can then turn the tables and pick off some of the bigger legion. You know, you can get rid of the Blood Angels at like a Dropsite Massacre equivalent. Um, you know that Perturabo can take Dorn at Terra because he does it ostensibly. Because he, he says, very specifically, spoiler alert, Mortis, he says, we have won, except now nobody's listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Perturabo's and timeless that, complaint. <laughs> and and Dorn himself goes, Man, we've lost. I real hope people stop listening to him. <laughs> like that's I mean, sub that's the subtext. And right? yet somehow the horse doesn't win. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because Horace is because, fucked up. Because Horace is fucked up. So Dorn takes it, or uh, Perturabo takes his toys and leaves. However, literally rage are, quits the entire war. He does. I mean, it, it's he like does. a Robert E. Lee situation. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so, he wants you to take that hill if practical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not practical. I, I was a little lazy and I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's my thought process uh, behind the three I would take and the three I would go. And uh, all hail God, Emperor, me. So, <laughs> so Jesse, if you don't mind me going next, yeah, go for it. Okay, okay. So, uh, we're, 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 our 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 thinking is intermeshing Austin and I's in 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 certain ways, but in in opposite perspectives here. Uh, the legions I would take to to win it all, specifically the Dark Angels. Uh, you know the guys who are, you know geared the oldest legion the legion that's designed to win wars who has access to technology who has a culture of you know knighthood of of uh, you know a warrior class that is on par with any other legion i would i would argue mm -hmm. but who also has big guns who excels in you know all or nothing warfare that's you know maximum uh destruction um, even as loyalists, they're out here nuking whole worlds. It's true. They give uh, exactly zero fucks. Yeah. You know, it, and, you know, turn that to the traitor's side, you're in for a bad time. And you see in, in, you know, the way the heresy plays out in the books, the dark angels biggest pitfall is the lion cannot keep his house in order. It's a hundred percent true, and uh, <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why they're not great as a traitor legion, mm -hmm. um, just because they have such a fucking mess. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah. the Dark Angels, presumably in this scenario. Johnson gets his shit together, being unified, and, yeah, every, that's, and it's a unified legion push. Yeah, in my head, we we absolutely are granting that for the purposes of this. Yeah, that's that's my head canon for this particular scenario. Is they are of one mind when it comes to to. Mm -hmm. You know, taking Terra. Uh, they're, they're number one on my list. 
All right. Uh, number two would be Perturabo because you got to have somebody running the numbers. Mm-hmm. You got to have somebody who's doing the, the dollars and cents, who's handling logistics. And, you know, Guleman's good at it, but he's not a fighter. Uh, Jesse, I, I just. I, yep, okay. I heard most of it. Uh, you know, Guleman's, he's good at it. That's a strength. But, you know, as, you know, Sanguinius points out in one of the books, you know, abacuses are not swords. Uh, you know, your your little ledgers of, you know, logistical information are not what's... And I quote, the sinews of war are infinite money. Uh, but, uh, you know, Pert excels at that in a more bellicose way mm-hmm. than Guleman does. But wait, um, my third would be Sanguinius and the Blood Angels. Um, specifically, they're an assault... Uh, you know, Legion, they are damn near peerless fighters. Uh, you know, the, the traitors, when they, they, you know, when we, we get a little glimpse in the books of Horace's war plans, we see, you know, oh, we got to worry about Sanguinius because he's really going to, you know, kind of mess with shit. Um, you know, he is arguably the best fighter among the Primarchs, you know, even Lehman Russ and, and Wolf Spain is talking. He's like, I don't know if I can take Sanguinius. He's he's a bad dude. And we see him, you know, hurting Horus in some capacity he's, at the height of his he's power. He's certainly at that top two or three projects. Yeah. For you know, barring demonic possession, he is one of the baddest dudes. Um, and his legion, while flawed in their, you know, the Black Rage genetic template, you know, you got some issues there. You know, when has that bothered traitors? Uh, and if you want good shock troops. Yeah, yeah. They are, you know, attack-wise, they're they're to rival any other legion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think they would – and, you know, we see it with the Triumvirate, um, you know, with the uh, Imperium Secundus. Um, you know. Bobby if, G's big mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they would have gotten their shit together, they had some really good stuff going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – those three, I think, if if coordinated, if if you know properly led, which you know obviously the lion does not play well with others, uh, you know neither does Pert. Um, but everybody loves Sanguinius. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. He, he's super charismatic. Yeah, yeah. so you know, presumably think, he would be your war master. In I, I think he would be a he would have been a way better war master than Horus would have been. Horus was only so good. He does one good thing well, and he, had, he was a, promoted above his ability to, to mm-hmm. do his job. Mm-hmm. Um, so who are you getting rid of? All right, getting rid of. The White Scars. Uh, specifically, uh, because they are perhaps, I would argue, the most mercurial of, of legions, even more so than the, than the Alpha Legion. Uh, you know, the Alpha Legion, they see kind of the stakes, and they pick a side. Uh, the White Scars... They're like, hey, uh, we see what happened, and we're mobile enough, we're, we're, you know, we're fast enough of a legion that, you know, when they finally determine their loyalty, even after it's, like, totally dicking over the Space Wolves, uh, they're able to make it to Terra and stand on the walls and, and you know, hold the line and, yeah. you know, really kick a lot of ass in a way that so many other legions did not, Um and fight a type of warfare that was so disruptive to the traitors' war efforts. 
Um, I, I think they would be a thorn in the side that would would be absolutely one to 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 annihilate. Um, second has got to be Ultramarines. Uh, you know, we see in the the books, specifically the later Siege of Terror books, everybody you know everybody's stock is on Guleman coming to to save our asses here. We are hopelessly outnumbered. You know, every every single logistical element is working against us. You know, hey, thirteenth, can can you can you make it through? You know, and he's the guy who you know for for all of his faults, and they are they are manifold and have been covered in detail uh, on know, on many a Gulliman day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, survives two legions surprise attacking him um, with you know due to his own incompetence, no warning. <laughs> Um, but he's able to recover from it and still at the end of it, having a bunch of world burned to ash and, and a significant portion of his legion just wiped out. He is able to come back from that and be the principal driving force that's putting pressure on Horus and is, is the thing that's going to save the loyalists butts on Terra. So take him out of the equation and you're not in for good times. It's true. It's true. Um, and the third has got to be sticking with the fluff, uh, the Iron Hands. Um, they are the guys who go down with the hardest of fights. Um, you know, we see them broken after Isfahan, and they're still at Legion strength and are still able to create, a, you know, some sort of a cohesive campaign with the Shattered Legions holding up Horus, delaying the advance. Um Taking them out of the equation was absolutely the correct thing to do there. I, I, I can't think of another legion that would rather have removed um, that could consistently wage war in that fashion, and particularly the, the type of war that we see in the heresy. Um, you know, the space, the space wolves were close in that just how nasty they can be, but they're, they're in my opinion, they're, they're one off. They're not as they're not as, as they're not as suited to attritional warfare as the Iron Hands are. You can't see a space wolf holding a siege. No, no. And you know, there's that there's that great little snippet in Warhawk where uh, Dorn's like, "Man, it'd be great if the space wolves were here." You know, you could really use them <laughs> right about now. Have you know, a couple thousand shock troops to uh, you know cleanse the streets, but nope, they uh, they took off. You know, that's, I, I think, guys like Russ, Dorn, uh, I'm sorry, Russ, Angron, had a couple beers here, um, <laughs> you know, tend to lack the patience to hold out until they are most useful. They shoot their shot at some, you know, maybe pivotal moment, but it's not where they could be most useful to whatever the cause they're serving is. Mm -hmm. So that's my take. I, I think those three... God bless. I, lo I love the Imperial Fist with all my heart, but I think they'd have a tall order but you holding know that against that. Would take Terra. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he didn't have a bloated, you know, warp tainted job of the hut as a true. as a boss. That's true. You yeah. know, you literally you had every all the cards are in your deck. Yeah. No, I I can quibble with your choices, but I can't argue with them as being a solid solid line of reasoning. No, that's yeah. that's my take. That's my hot take. All right. Okay. So I'm not going to be as long-winded as you guys. You guys can eloquently uh, 
verbal poetry. All right, Lord Bi- Lord Byron, right here on thirty k. So, uh, legions, I would take. I think we kind of had a mini caveat to ourselves of we'd take our favorite legion. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I deliberately Lord. avoided that to be yeah. clear. Well, yeah, because you have to keep those guys on Terra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dark Angels, mm-hmm. of course. A solid choice. It's an extremely solid choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post Isfan, with the amount of crazy weaponry that we've been given from the Emperor's Vortex own torpedoes for everyone. Yeah, from the Emperor's own, you know, loot box. And let's face it, the Lion would be the one that would come, like, would get to Terra, like, fight his way through Pluto, orbit Terra, and be like, deploy the Vortex torpedoes. <laughs> And yeah, and I will make a desert and call it peace. <laughs> and throw a few AI down there just to make yeah. it safe. Then yeah. to, first the nukes, then the rads, then the pathogens, then the subgen AI. <laughs> and then and then some regular bullets. Yeah. Yes. He's not one for symbolic victories. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh yeah. Little known fact, his middle name is Pragmatic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his second middle name is a bit of a, a hussy. Just yeah. <laughs> a hussy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, second, Iron Warriors. <laughs> I, yeah, it's you got to have somebody working that Pert, abacus. Pert did yeah. a real good, uh, you know, he heard those cats. <laughs> he, he had a real good CV for the first four or five books of Siege of Terror. Yeah. It's like, man, I'd like to have him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We all love that scene where you know he drags a space Hulk out of the void and just. That and, you know, where his whole, you know, crew is just rocking and rolling, playing Warhammer 40K, drinking, yeah. you know, <laughs> drinking Mountain Doom. He just wants, he and just wants to make his little Titans and play 40K. Yeah. Holographic 40K. So, yeah, solid, mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. And a third one, uh, Space Wolves. <sighs> Interesting. You we need a specific loyalist killer or a, a yeah, specific Legion killer. Mm-hmm. They're right there. They are. And I love how you double Directly down on that. to the executioners. I love how you double down on that. Think of a force of space wolves, dark angels, and iron warriors. I mean, to be fair, the space oh. wolves and the dark angels put down the ragden. <laughs> yeah. So, so all I, right. I would dispute that for the fact that the lion and Rust do not have the most amicable relationship. If you've, <laughs> if you've read the Primark book, no, you I'm would- No, I've not. Yeah, so- Again, this is spoilers, I think, just for Russ's Primark book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because that goes down to the traditional fight, like fist fight that breaks out. Um, Because you have those as Primarks. To be fair, Russ was the one that was like, this is kind of dumb. We should stop. And then the lion was like, you're out of your goddamn mind. (laughs) Um, But it stops and then it ends. And then they re, you see them again uh, on the ashes of, like in the ashes of Terra after the siege, after Big E's been interned. And they're having some sort of conversation. I don't really remember what it is. I think they're both kind of like, why the fuck weren't you here? Like they were both kind of yeah. having <laughs> having that conversation with each other. And Russ was sort of like, you fucking asshole. This is because we didn't finish our fight, isn't it? And the lion, I forget what he does. He might not do anything. And Russ is just like, what, do you want it to end? Just fucking stab me then and let's end it. And he, he does like arms wide, just fucking stab me. Okay. The lion does. <laughs> he does. Uh, and he pulls it out. And they kind of have a moment they're like, are we good? Yeah, we're good. So I, I think I think they could make a go of it. Dumbasses. That scenario would just happen presumably when they're like concocting their their heresy. Eight year olds. 
Primark boys being Primark boys. Trans right? <laughs> Literally but I, boys. But I love I love how – so Jared, I think, went – because we all have the same thought. It's let's get our logistics down. Let's get a shock legion. And then let's get somebody else to make our lives better. But, yeah. And I doubled down on the logistics side of things. And Jared went kind of the holistic approach. And then you, Jesse, doubled down on just – I need someone that can fucking murder a legion, <laughs> and I need it fucking now. It's awesome. It's good. It's murder, good. siege, uh, irradiate. Yeah, it's good. Repeat. So, removal of legions. Oh. Um, alpha legion. Mm -hmm. Because fuck the alpha legion. Fuck them guys. Fuck them. The last thing we need is a bunch of weirdos who just like sneak around and pretend to be other things getting all up in my business. Storm's yeah. teeth to the face. Just, you know, mm -hmm. yep. Thanos flicked that real quick. <laughs> Gone. Um... Ultramarines. Yeah, get, get rid, rid of the other guy's get, logistics. Get yep. rid of logistics and, you know, the biggest other player in the game. Yep, yep. Solid. And, like you said, a thousand suns. Again, removing that ridiculousness of just psychic so, shenanigans. So, to, to, to argue against you two on the thousand suns specifically. Yeah. I believe, and, and looking at Fury of Magnus in particular, they are so defective Really, the best use for them would be sticking them in the webway as like a penitent crusade, like kill as many demons as you can, hold off the tide. They're so the flesh change is is advancing it and like exponentially. I don't so, want to take the risk of Magnus just having a bad day and wiping out half of the galaxy, including three quarters I mean, of my eh, army. I mean, method. that's the thing. That's the thing of it. Like, <laughs> but the, do you want like as a guy who's you know the Castellan? Do you want that on the wall next to you? <laughs> but that's the thing. Do you want that on the wall next to you? Maybe you, not. And that's presumably like none yeah. of us picked them. Yeah. Do you but want them also, on the wall across from you? Yeah. Do you want them <laughs> on the wall you're trying to get to the top of? He's a wild card. Also, I'll, no. I'll give it to you. Also a firm no. <laughs> but <laughs> like the Space Wolves did it. And admittedly, they did do it. At great cost. But exactly. Like, look at that. Like, of all the other legions that get surprise attacked in the heresy, the Ultramarines, everybody at the drop site, Massacre, even the loyalist elements of the traitor legions. The Fists. Everybody that gets surprise attacked, nobody did a higher casualty rate than a Thousand Sons. Nobody. And they had the freaking custodes alongside the Space Wolves, which I would argue is why they won. <laughs> No, but I would, argue, <laughs> I would argue that 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 is for sure the toughest combination. Uh, it's 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 not a, especially when you you know don't raise your your void shields or your orbital defenses and just kind of yeah, let no, they, your world get yeah like surprise attack is a little bit of a eh but they like, knew it was coming they knew it was coming but they also didn't do anything right it was at the all beginning the effects so like, of a surprise yeah, attack I'll was, give you that I'll it you that. it was essentially a surprise attack yeah yeah um yeah you got to get rid of them got to get rid of them yep so. Uh, people also replied on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, starting with uh, Alex Self, uh, he said, destroy the Ultramarines. Loyalists lose their numerical advantage. Yep, yep. Destroy the World Eaters. You retain tactical control in the field. Okay. Destroy the Alpha Legion. Can't keep to their mission, and all Praetorian of Dorne achieved was alert the Loyalists <laughs> to weaknesses in their plans, intentionally or otherwise, and allowed them to plug gaps. It's true. Can't fuck around with Alpha Legion. Yep. To take to the Imperium. Uh, Death Guard for their grinding advance. A Siege like, Legion. Yep. It's kind yep. of how we picked the Perth boys. Ultramarines for their sheer weight of numbers and logistics. 
Okay. Again? Yeah. 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 And he, he, uh, Alex uh, chose Thousand Suns. The 15th at peak, I'd happily throw at the walls of Terra, yeeting titans all over the place. And they would, provided the whole Legion didn't go to Flesh Change. And he says, yes, I know both destroyed and saved the 13th Legion. That's what the powers of chaos let you do. It's true. I mean, if you, they're either with you or against you, right? Yeah, let's see. It's a solid, it's a solid uh, trio either way. Yeah. I feel like a couple other people. Yes. I'm picking out ones right now that also had the, the explanation of why. I guess I should have asked and why at the end of the question. It's true. That's my fault. But I'm going to pull this up real quick because I just lost everything here. All right. Uh, three Thin Coats on Instagram mentioned uh, for the Rebels. Uh, Sons of Horus. Horus is Warmaster for a reason, and nothing said about how other legions would align, so it can assume many would still side with Horus. That, yeah, that's fair. fair. Yeah, I didn't take that into account. I assumed kind of everything else was going to stay loyal, but yeah, you might be able to turn a but few that's other. that's an interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ultramarines, because Horus wanted Rabute and his legion well out of way for good reason. Mm-hmm. A thousand Sons for warp shenanigans. Uh, legions to destroy. Alpha Legion, always working to their own ends, own end, so removes that uncertainty. The White Scars, to remove the best counter to Thousand Suns and a very rational Primarch. And Dark Angels, Horus wanted them out of the way for a good reason as well, and would have likely removed the line from play entirely given the chance. Solid choices. Uh, uh, he also put out uh, the Defenders of Imperial Fists. They love playing with Sandcastle so much they wouldn't miss it for Galactic Conquest anyway. Iron Warriors, all proto- all Perturabo ever wanted to do is play Sandcastles nicely with Rogel, and Emperor's children would hate playing Sandcastles, but still insist that they're best at it. <laughs> a fair so, so you got three uh, loyalists on, or three uh, legionaries defending Terra yeah. too. But so, I mean, the Emperor's children did make the perfect fortress, you clowns. Uh, <laughs> Iron Cage, Garner Tree of Wood, oh. Dark Angels, and how did that perfect fortress fall? Oh yeah. Dark Angels for Numbers and Wild Tech. Thousand Suns for Psychic Shenanigans and Iron Warriors for Numbers. And he'd want to remove the Ultramarines for their numbers, the Blood Angels, and the Imperial Fists gone. So he's like, eh, lose the bonus points and just wipe sure. the Imperial yep. Fists off yep. there. Just take take yeah. the easy win. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. MY Mark on Instagram also mentions for the Traders, Ultramarines for Numbers and Territory. Alpha Legion for Infiltration, and Thousand Sons for Psychers. I think he's the first one that's taken Alpha Legion. Like, he's willing He's willing to put up with that sneaky two-faced, two-timing bullshit. I was really- Rather con- than just annihilating them like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I was really considering it too, but I decided to just go to full ham, just better safe than sorry. Fist, yep. And just blast everything. <laughs> uh, for Extermination, he chose uh, Sons of Horus, because Warmaster and Decapitation uh-huh. Strike Specialists, get rid of those. Blood Angels for Loyal Psychers and Divination, and Dark Angels for Too Much Exterminatus. Oh, he also has a laid out a, uh, looks like a seven-step uh, program to actually take over the uh, Imperium. Uh, Alpha Le- Step one, Alpha Legion infiltrates Space Wolves. Mass Loyalists, Exterdus, and Mechanicum forces in the 500 worlds. Step two, Magnus's Folly. Step three, Space Wolves take T-Suns to Terra. Step four, gather sons of Horus, blood angels, and dark angels. Destroy them. Kill Horus. Step five, surviving loyal legions crusade against 500 worlds. Imperial fists remain on Terra, along with space wolf guards, the Alpha Legion infiltrators. Ultramarines trade ground for time and delaying actions across the worlds. 
world eaters are as much a help as a hindrance to the loyalists. <laughs> Fair enough. Step six. Step six, Alpha Legion kills Malkador and the Sisters of Silence, Thousand Sons, and Magnus psychic duel the Emperor. It's a draw until Alpharia stabs him. I'm assuming Ferris. the Emperor. Alpharius can't it's kill Alfer- shit. It's Alpharius, though, so we're not quite sure who that him is. Could have stabbed both. Could have stabbed them both. Uh, Magnus, Magnus guides the small remains of the legions <laughs> to safety. And step seven, Emperor, Sigilite, Warmaster, and Praetorian are dead. Terra is dead. The chain of command is shattered, and the cause is lost. Raven Guard, Space Wolves, and World Eaters continue fighting. The other legions withdraw to establish their own empires. Loya Exters and Mechanicum forces have no reason to continue the fighting. The Imperium is destroyed. Long live Ultramar. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. And that's an interesting that's an interesting end state of him. It's not like the Dornian heresy where there's like there's the Imperium and there's the Ultramar. He's essentially saying, I'm gonna get rid of these three, and then there's gonna be, you know, Alpharius and the Thousand Sons kind of on Terra doing their thing. Ultramans can have Ultramar, and everybody else will essentially carve out their own little pocket empire, run their own little sim simulation. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the most realistic. I mean, it's not a bad, it's not a bad gig. Yeah, no, I like, I like the concept. It would be an interesting, an interesting what if to explore. Yeah. Void Imperatrix says, "I take the Dark Angels, the Iron Warriors, and Thousand Sons, and I wipe the Ultramarines, Sons of Horus, and Alpha Legion." Um, Minishar thirty three, Sons of Horus, devotion to their Primarch keeps them going. Dark Angels, badass Death Legion, and Ultramarines numbers and resources to match the Imperium. I would also destroy the word bearers, too devoted to Emperor to stop, the Death Guard, too stubborn to give ground when defending Terra, and Iron Warriors, as with them, and Fists defending Terra, forget it. That's a good point. It's true. If you had them working side by side, you're yeah, not, if you're, if not, you're not taking one of them, you gotta destroy at least it's it, oil and water. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Son of Vulcan, the heretics would be Space Wolves, already taken out two other legions, question mark. World Eaters, Rust plus Angron equals destructive fun. And Iron Hands, they form a strong alliance with Mars and incite the schism, incorporating forbidden tech for themselves. Uh, he has the Shattered Legions uh, as the Sons of Horus, the biggest threat? Question mark. Emperor's Children, their destruction is symbolic and sends a strong message. And Dark Angels, ultimate insult to the First Legion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Defenders, Imperial Fists, who doesn't love a bonus point? Uh, Salamanders as his faves. He's biased, but known for epic last stands pre-Vulcan. Yeah. And Thousand Sons. This Magnus really did nothing wrong. You know, that would be an interesting follow-up question to this. Yeah. Since a couple of people have said, who would you take to defend the walls? Like, if you had to take three legions to defend the walls, who would they be? That's a really good point. And that's the first uh, mention of the Salamanders, too. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took a while. Salamanders, Iron Hands, get the fuck out of here. Like, there is... You are not taking that wall i'm sorry yeah <laughs> okay i feel like that's too much you need at least one we'll save we'll save it yeah. we'll save it for another time okay we'll okay okay time. that's a great question we'll go into it yes thank thank you listeners that have put out their defenders of terror list yes we're, we're coming we love back you. to it yep yeah we'll probably come back to this because yeah. you know, some of the yeah. some of the guys had to leave and i know yeah. there were opinions <laughs> so real quick uh next question for the next week i'm gonna i'm gonna pick one over here we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little less fluffy, and go into more of a just general gaming. What's your favorite in-game vehicle and why? Okay, okay. that's a, that'll be our question next week. So, with that being said, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram at rr30k podcast. Be sure to check out our website rr30k.com. 
If you'd like to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. And right now, as always, we'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Chaplanisar, Chris Mack, Jacob Dillon, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdell, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quanga, Rena the Floof, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, and What's Ligma? Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Ed, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Nick, Son of Tacticus, and Void Imperatrix. And our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, Jay Grammaticus, Carl, Mr. Sear, Nick Gillen, and the Zoe. Once again, thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. This is Jesse. You're doing the pointing again. Damn it. Austin's we weren't prepared. The only one, we weren't only one prepared. In here. You're the only one left in here. And you still pointed and it threw me off. Keep those dice rolling and bye for now. Good night, everybody.